0: They are. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. We're back. We survived the first weekend of March Madness. First two days went pretty freaking well for a couple of uh, stay-at-home degenerates. Uh, we went 18-14 and 14 against the spread in the first round. Bet every single game. It was a wild ride. We were up at times. We were down at times. We went ten and six on Thursday, eight and eight on uh, Friday. So Friday wasn't the best day. Wish we could have uh, repeated what we did on Thursday, but that's the way she goes. Um, I just figured out the math today, guys. Though in the first round, out of the thirty-two games, twenty-one underdogs covered. Jesus, wow. and I mean, we to our credit, we had quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. I yeah. think one of the a couple of our best ones were Yale plus seven and a half. We had uh, UC
1: Irvine winning. outright. UC Irvine winning outright. Yeah, Murray Yale State. plus
0: seven and a half lost by uh five. Murray State blew out Marquette. We had Murray Belmont. We had off. New
1: Mexico
2: State. Yes, that had, was a crazy comeback. Oregon over
1: Wisconsin. Yep.
2: Yep.
0: I had Oregon four ways. I took Oregon four ways. We had UVM. Florida
1: State. Rated.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, we did have UVM eight and a half. They uh they lost by seven, so that was great. Um, yeah. Well, Belmont, Belmont needs. was another good one. Belmont yes. closed two Belmont. and a half. I got that, got they that two and a half. Them. They lost by two. Hey man, cover that spread. That's really the only thing I care about. <laughs> I, I was care like
1: about my bracket, Tommy.
0: Hey man, my bracket. Actually, I'm still within striking distance in the bracket. I shouldn't say that. I did. Did pretty well myself. Got quite a few teams left. Um, yeah, we had a couple big favorites pull through in the first round too, though. I mean, I got Zags closed at twenty-eight. Yeah, I took Zags. that Kentucky covered back. for I took us. That, yeah, Kentucky oh, closed yeah. higher. Oh no, Kentucky actually closed lower. They uh, they closed I think at twenty-one yeah, and, they, a half, maybe. 20 and a half. Yeah, they blew the doors off. twenty and a
1: half. Oh yeah, that, that wasn't even that was. I know even. someone that picked them in the bracket outright. Albaline? Yeah, it was Tony. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. Um, I didn't wanna name drop but I
0: probably though guys the cover of the first day was the late game, the nine fifty game, Purdue Old Dominion. Line was thirteen, old Dominion last second, gets it to thirteen. Yeah. Gotta love it.
1: Gotta love that happening. I saw that because I was watching that because they were down there was they were they were they were down nine or something. Um and they were looking good and then at the end they blew it and then point you know out it was it was uh it was fifteen and on the last possession they got a steal and breakaway layups and they just covered. Yeah, that was that was that was certainly wild. Yeah, and I mean it was like twenty seconds left and then another great cover was um Colgate. Yes, Colgate. The toothpaste man from Colgate. Tennessee. Much Col- better than Crest. Col- Colgate covered against <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee.
0: Yeah, Colgate was. Cool. They came back storming. Well. Yeah, I
1: thought they, I thought they were Tennessee has win. big problems closing these games out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's because that brings us to
0: to uh the weekend, the sixteen games. We didn't do as well. At least I didn't do as well. We uh we we went I think uh three and five on the article picks, and then I uh, you know we took a took a step back on Sunday. I'll let you guys make your own decisions on Sunday. We needed a little refresher, but we're coming back obviously with the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight picks this weekend. There's just <clears> not. There's nothing else. We have to. We have to get those done. Um, but you know, the weekend was wasn't great. Tennessee was a really bad beat. That they were up twenty five. They were up twenty five, and you and you go to overtime. They go to overtime, and then you can't even cover eight in overtime. You yeah, ha- you win by six, like you pieces of shit. And you were up ten in overtime. They went up ten in overtime. And ten
1: or, in overtime. Wow.
0: Yeah, I, or either eight or ten. They might have only been up eight, but they were at least. It was at least a push at one point in overtime. And I mean, it's just. Very
1: disheartening.
2: You can't shit. have that. You can't. What's crazy in the but, round
1: of 32 is that 32 all all um every winner that was every person team that was favored won.
2: Yeah, favorites won not 16 and 0 straight up in the second. Yeah, not that the they covered, round. but
1: they they won. So it, it was kind of the, the tale of two. um.
2: Yeah. I wonder there. what a I wonder what a ten dollar hundred dollar parlay paid on 16 team money line. Oh, it had to be like. Had to be like
0: two hundred and like forty thousand. Yeah, that's sixteen nice. teams. It has to be something like that. You gotta be. You gotta be like plus two. You gotta be at least plus two hundred. I'm really 000.
2: surprised there's no story that came out of it because there's people that do that. Like, I have a friend who just bets the favorites like ninety percent of the time, and I'm just like <laughs> money line too. He like refuses to bet spreads. And he oh, just, he'll you. parlay like four or five favorites every night. How does he do? He has his great weeks. He has his terrible weeks.
0: I was going to say, you got you teams like the Raptors are favorited all the time, and then they'll go and they'll lay an egg on a night where you definitely are going yeah, to put them always, in a parlay they the when Pistons. they're playing Cleveland. Yeah, the Pistons, and they lost to Cleveland real bad a couple weeks ago. I had them in a parlay, a little three-teamer, and uh, with the spread, and they, they were like eight-point favorites. They lost by like 27 to the Cavs.
2: It was just like... no, uh, oh, yeah, I remember that game. That was risky, atrocious.
0: Yeah, risky business. But yeah, I'm um, just
2: saying, like, I'm surprised there was no story coming out of that. Like, better right. bets, all 16 favorites, yeah, some and turns better, yeah. $100 into 87000 Yeah, and You see that shit all the time. I mean, um, aside from
0: the gambling side of it, what did you guys think of the first two rounds? I thought there was maybe, like, four really good games and other than that it really wasn't all that exciting
2: yeah i mean there was clearly like not as many upsets this year and like I, I feel like but i i mean as much as like that's exciting i feel like i really enjoyed the first round in the sense that or the first two rounds in the sense that like the, the upsets we thought were reasonable happened the oregons the murray states um and those type yeah, of teams belmont
1: was a great game even yeah they
2: blew it so like I I'm sorry like it's it's cool to have the you know the 15 beat the two for like three minutes and then you're like oh fuck Kentucky's out like now we gotta yeah. watch fucking yeah. you know some I mean, bullshit yeah, I... team play in the thing because they don't Cinderellas are cute they're fun they you know how many of them have won none none fucking none they always get yeah. to the Elite Eight or the Final Four and they get blown out by fucking yeah 60. last year
1: was last year was an aberration like.
2: And they still all lost. They, all still all got, yeah. they still all got they still got handled. Yeah.
1: They were I mean I mean I didn't think it was as bad as I, I thought a lot of the games were closer and some teams turned like pulled away late like Seaton Hall and Wofford. Wofford pulled away. Fletcher McGee was on fire and then this loser couldn't make one three versus Kentucky. That was hilarious.
0: Yeah, they looked Went really bad in the
1: second game. Um yeah, like Syracuse was a close game and then Baylor pulled away late, that was disappointing. Um I, I I enjoyed it a lot though. That like there was that Auburn, um who did Auburn play? New Mexico State. That was an amazing game. That was a game.
2: fucking great game. That, that might have been a, my favorite that, game yeah, of the first round.
1: The LSU Yale game was very good. Yeah. Um so yeah. there USC UCF Duke this weekend. How about that? Oh,
0: that was that was the game of the tournament so far. That was insane. Yeah. That was and Duke got very lucky for a couple of <laughs> reasons. Well, they got the they got away with the push in the back to get the offensive rebound for starters, and then yes. they got no fouls called on the other end. And the fact that, like, I mean, that ball taco fall. Rins. All you have to do taco all taco falls to do on that play instead of fouling out is just step away. They're down yeah. three. Let them get the layup. Yeah, you're gonna hit at least one. Like, you know what I mean? You're you're gonna run. be in a
1: good Duke, position still. Duke showed composure, and it was led by Zion and and RJ. They showed composure. UCF didn't, but like that ball at the end, like twice hanging on the rim, like that was yeah that that was was fortuitous. Well, uh, like if I if I I, I don't have Duke wood at all, if I had Duke going very very far, I'd feel very very sketchy right now because I think they're vulnerable going into a matchup against Virginia Tech with a team that already beat them without both without them outside. without their best players and, yeah. and Virginia Tech was without their best player too, so. I mean, no, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good matchup this it's weekend. Not, it, it's not eye for an eye with Robinson and, and, and Zion, but I mean, it's that's gonna be a close game. Um, I don't know. You guys think Duke are still overwhelming favorites? Because I
2: I do not at all. Sportsbook I says so.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say they reseeded them. They reseeded the teams one through sixteen today on uh, ESPN. They still gave Duke the one seed.
1: I, if I if I was if I could redo like my bracket or pick a winner, I would pick, I would pick UNC over Gonzaga. That would, that's what I would do. That's who I think, I would think UNC would win it. I think, or Gonzaga. I think Virginia very much has a chance too. I think that first round, um, they're being down 14 to freaking Gardner-Webb. I think they showed a lot of composure coming back in that game and they didn't cover, but they won by 15 plus. I think that was important for their confidence. And then they handled Oklahoma handily. So, yeah, um, I, I feel very good about Virginia too. As I don't want to say a dark horse, but I think they're right in the mix. Um, I yeah. I wait, think-
0: let's uh, let's uh, let's go through these games real quick for Thursday and Friday, and just uh, go through the eight games, and we'll just say what what we think about them. We'll start with that uh, Gonzaga Florida State game. Um, it's a it's a good matchup. I mean, Gonzaga's pretty heavily favored, seven and a half points. So. I mean, obviously they don't see it that way, I think, but I
1: think it's a revenge game for Gonzaga last year. I think I, I think Gonzaga beats them. I think Gonzaga beats them in covers. Uh, I yeah, don't I like that too. I, I don't know. It, like the BPI gives Florida State a 14 percent chance to win only, wow. and the seven and a half point favorites. And I know five thirty eight, which I use a lot too, doesn't give them much of a fighting chance either. Um, five thirty eight has pretty pretty accurate odds. For sports as well, um and I don't know. I think they're too much. uh Clark is going to be a stud in the NBA. Tilly's making threes. um I, I Yeah, I think they'll win by ten to twelve. Last year they lost in the same point, I think, or is it around early? I, I forgot when they lost, but they they played in the tournament last year and they knocked them out. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I like I like uh, Gonzaga
1: there. Yeah, it says yeah. Gonzaga's got a seventy four percent chance in this one. So I. And, and
0: on 538, um, yeah, no, that's definitely one of the one of the more clear ones. That I think State I, looked
1: very shaky against Vermont in the first game too.
2: Yeah, they, yeah. They I mean, and then the they second.
1: then they they blew out Murray State. Then they blew out Murray State, which I wasn't surprised it, about.
2: Yeah,
0: but um, yeah, then we got a two-three matchup with Purdue and Tennessee. I think that's going to be a really good game.
2: Yeah, I like. I that think game a lot. A I think that's
1: that's going to be a really good game. game. I think I think Tennessee. Um, I, I'm, I still like Tennessee there, though.
2: I do as well. Especially, it's practically a pick 'em. Um, you can avoid the bullshit and just take a money line. It's still only minus one twenty.
1: Yeah, yeah, Carson Edwards is really, really good for Purdue, but I'm still not sold on Purdue. Even though they killed Villanova, Villanova, I was so low on them all year. They weren't. They they weren't great this year at all. They were so up and down. So yeah,
2: I mean, like Purdue at the end of the day, they did what they were supposed to do. Let's not act yeah. like they. It's just because when you're comparing it to Tennessee, who struggled to get through their first two games, um, I, I don't know. Yeah, just, Purdue I,
0: though against the against top twenty-five teams is only two and four on the season. So I mean, yeah. when they get put to the test, they don't usually come out on top. That's like the biggest red flag. Yeah, they're, for they're a
2: classic Big Ten team who just you know outside of yep. Michigan and Michigan State, this is what they always do: the Wisconsin's, the Purdue's, um, all the all those teams up there. They just yeah. They don't they can't hack it when it comes to the bigger the bigger blue blood programs. Yeah,
1: I think Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield will be too much for them.
0: Yeah, and then I mean another Big Ten team that you just mentioned, Dave, the number uh two Michigan taking on number three Texas Tech. That's gonna be a defense heavy game. That is gonna yeah. be that's gonna yeah, be like the over 1, under, like- under in that
2: game is one twenty six.
0: Oh, I'm taking the under. I think that's going to be like a 58-52, 58-56. Yeah, that like that's going to be – I think that might almost come in under uh, 100 points.
2: <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'm either. so scared of it because they both – uh, as great as those teams are defensively, they both have players that can put the ball in the hoop.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is the thing too. It's But it's like you're literally looking at the first and second most efficient defenses in the country. Yeah, yeah. like –
1: it's literally think just like I, the I best think, uh, the best I year. do have Texas Tech in my bracket. And I'm sticking to it. Um going with Jared Culliver is the best player on the floor. Uh, Michigan has a better offense, but Culliver is the best player on the floor. And they have the better defense slightly. So I'm, I'm going to go with Tech. I'm,
2: so go- I'm going with Michigan here. I think uh, John B lines the difference. I have Michigan in my final four. Um, so I- I'm riding with the, the Wolverines in this one. Yeah, and, again, you can take um, it money line. It's only minus 125 if you want to avoid the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get minus My two. attack
1: looked very impressive.
0: Minus they blew the doors probably.
2: off Buffalo. That was yeah. another game. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. That defense did
2: shut Buffalo down hard. I mean, that Buffalo was, like,
1: was a top offense as well. Yeah, But, but I mean, they like, Buffalo's been
2: like, bad away from home all year. They're a completely different team.
0: Um. Yeah, then next we got uh, Virginia against number 12, Oregon. Only seed outside the top five left in this tournament is number twelve Oregon. We have one two four, one two four, one two five, and one two twelve. Insane.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, or- Oregon's nice run is going to come to an end here. Um yeah. I mean, realistically, it, Oregon probably should have been an eight or a nine seed. That yeah. Is true. I mean, they 8. opened up his favorite
0: against Wisconsin, and then the line moved, but. Yeah, they've won. They they've won ten in a row. They've held teams to under sixty over those
2: ten games. I mean, yeah. Like, imagine they 60. still had bowl bowl. Oh my god. Yeah. That that. Uh, I mean, I'm not, people I'm not people sold. forget they had like a top three recruiting class last year. Oregon did. Yeah, they
1: did. Um. Yeah. Like Richards playing really really good. Uh, their point guard, but um, I'm not sure on the spread on that yet. Eight and a half might be a lot for. That's but what I, I
0: think. think. The way Virginia's played, I think they're going to run into a hot team that's been playing really good defense. It's This is a time of year when shit like that matters. You know what I mean? A regular season matchup between them. Yeah, I'm going to take Virginia if it's eight points. It's probably going to be 15 in the regular season. But,
2: exactly.
0: But, I mean, right now, I, the way Oregon's playing and the way Virginia's been playing, I think that's going to be – that's one of the dogs I'll probably take this weekend, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I'm riding with Oregon I hope it. Mo- I hope it moves a little bit, too. I hope people – Lay some down on Virginia, and then we get to like nine and a half. That would be a that would be that might even
2: that might even be a game where you sit there and let it let it go live and and watch hope that Virginia goes up four five six to like start the game and and then you get it (laughs) yeah you get it at you know ten or eleven.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no. That's that is that that is true. You just hope Oregon doesn't but go. But yeah, the
2: risk is that Oregon goes up six yeah. two, and it's like, all right, your chance is lost. You know, because when you do that, you gotta you gotta snag it in the first like five ten minutes of the game, or you're never gonna have another chance.
0: Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, the Virginia can run away on you, but you saw this week they went up seven nothing, and then Oklahoma came back. I mean, Oklahoma can obviously score, but. They, uh, they came back, and then they were up like 12-7. They went on a 12-0 run after that. It was like – I thought they were like they were like three or four more shots. Virginia making three or four more shots away from them just being completely out of that game at yeah. the beginning. I mean, you open up on a 7-0 run in the first two minutes, and then they put a couple more up on you. You're going to be in trouble. Um. Yeah, then we got – that's it for Thursday and then Friday night. First matchup, we got number two Michigan State, number three LSU – Right away, I'm saying LSU. If they would have ran into Belmont in the second round, wouldn't have made it through the way they played. Yeah, um, so. in the round of 32. If they would have ran into Belmont, it'd be Maryland was just Michigan awful. State. Maryland is yeah, not Maryland's team. so bad. And, like you couldn't put them away. You couldn't like you. You had to come back and win that game last second. I just like LSU should. If they would have had, if Belmont would have been able to win that Maryland game, so different. I like Michigan State here minus six for sure.
2: I do as well. Yeah.
1: I, I do I do too. They seem to got their uh, act together after a shaky yeah. fifteen first thirty minutes, thirty five minutes first uh who, who did they play? Who was the fifteenth seed? Was it um I'm trying to think but
2: they Fair, really... no
0: not Bailey Dickinson, that was a sixteen. Uh uh
2: it was Bradley.
1: Bradley, Bradley yes, yes, Bradley. They really struggled with Bradley, but it looks like they had a very strong showing um last game. Who'd they would they, would they destroy? They killed someone. They Oh, they beat Minnesota by 20. That was an easy win. Yeah, for them. The, Yeah, I was going to say. Minnesota, their, their first – we've had that wrong. They shot their best game of the season against Louisville. And Louisville yeah, that, still yeah, almost came back. So and Louisville yeah. still almost came back at the end.
0: Yeah, that was so stupid. I was literally watching the first half of that game, and I'm like, is this how this tournament's going to go, that a team that shot like 30% from three and like 42% from the field – is gonna shoot sixty percent from the floor today? Like, really? Is that yeah, how they were? It was they were st- go? That was
2: stupid to start that, that game. <laughs> that
0: was so dumb. That was all, we we started out on losses two days in a row. Well,
2: yeah, we Terrible. were we were ready to throw. I remember we watched this Louisville game. We're we're all just like, well, it was a fucking good run, guys. Like, yeah,
0: we were <laughs> yeah, ready to
2: throw in what? the towel twenty minutes into basketball.
0: Um. Yeah, no that's that's super fucked. That was not a great way to start. But the uh yeah, so we're all in agreement there. Sorry, I just totally spaced. We're all in agreement there. I think Michigan State minus 6. Next one, we got number 1 UNC versus number 5 Auburn. UNC 5 point favorites. <sighs> I like UNC. I here. I, I do we're have different bat, opinions like, here. Oh, I don't I could see it being a close game. UNC hasn't really had a scare yet. I think I could see I it, it being a close points.
1: game. Um, I know BPI and ESPN gives Ert Auburn a 34 percent chance, and then 538 gives Auburn a better chance than that. It's they give them a 38 percent chance, which is very interesting. So, kind of like Auburn, um, I, I think that's a tough spread. I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think. Auburn. I mean, they they were up they were up 26. 26- on Kansas, who I know I was low on, but still, being up 26 on Kansas at halftime, I don't know. I they're gonna, It's going to be a very high-scoring game, that's one thing. It's going to be a lot of transition, a lot of running and gunning. Um, but Auburn, was, I mean,
2: I think it just plays in, like, Auburn, Auburn is a slower-tempo team, 166 in the country, and they don't have the defense to back up that type of play against a team like North Carolina that is, what are they, fifth in the country in tempo. And top 10 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Auburn's 45th in defensive efficiency. What are they Um, in offense? Eighth in offensive efficiency, one behind North Carolina.
1: I don't know. I have a a hunch. Uh, Auburn, I think Auburn is just playing playing well. I think, I don't know, just momentum right now. I think they'll keep it close. I think North Carolina will win, but... Also, Auburn
2: turns the ball over a lot, which is... The number one lead to transition yeah, I would say, buckets. Yeah, UNC just and goes off in UN, transition. Yeah, UNC is just going to take those turnovers and turn them into buckets. You got to you got to figure UNC will have at least ten to fifteen points on fast break turnovers. Yeah,
1: I know. All I'm saying is, are. I think we would expect the spread to be a lot more. And five thirty, who I respect a lot, he's giving them thirty eight percent chance to win. There's a reason for that. There's a reason. That's not a coin flip, but that's near it. That's almost sixty forty. So, um. North Carolina is vulnerable. They have they have lost games before. Um, what do they have on? They have six losses on the year. It's not like they're two three lost team. Auburn's only lost nine. I know it's a different conference, but
2: uh, North Carolina is also 20, 21 and nine three against the spread.
1: Oh, wow, that's
0: pretty convincing.
2: <laughs> could, but... Sold on UNC now. And the I only know, sure. place UNC struggles is, is free throw percentage. They're 242nd in the nation. And Auburn's not much better. They're 240. Yeah, so, so that's not going to be a big That's a, That's a net, net cancel. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that Auburn's weaknesses play right into uh, UNC's strengths. Yeah, if they can't take care
0: of the ball, I think UNC will and probably And another
2: another stat to help lie. out to help out the fast break. UNC's 9.7 rebounding margin, Auburn -1.3. Oh, they're
0: going to get killed on <laughs> then, both. Then ends.
2: what's the reason why it shouldn't be a blowout then? I'm not saying it's not going to be a well, blowout.
1: Well, cr- it, it could be But just I'm saying be, Vegas wouldn't have it wrong that badly. Well, no, things. you
0: know what it is. They probably they put it there so people take Auburn.
2: Yeah. Vegas.
0: They put it there for Vegas's exactly job isn't to with, right.
2: isn't to isn't to predict the score or to, you know, get have what people think should be the line. It's to put try and influence people to put money in a certain spot.
1: Yeah, they want they do it. They so, get all right for the Ken Palm ranking. North Carolina was six. Auburn was thirteen. So, I mean, that's not that big a gap, really, when you're talking about a five and a one seed traditionally. Uh, you would think there'd be a big, much bigger gap there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Ken Palm is a genius. You would go then by him.
2: Look at the offensive, the raw rate. Ken Palm raw ratings, offense and defense. North Carolina is better than in both.
1: now well in defense. Auburn's number one defensively turnover percentage. Number one in the country.
2: Yes. yes. Number
1: number one. So. That's why I think it it might be a transition game. Maybe that'll play well into North Carolina's hands, but if they're going to get if they're going to get out in transition
2: getting buckets, but they have that against the 10th most efficient defense whereas Auburn's 45th.
1: Yeah, obviously yeah, when you, when you stack them up
2: uh, next to each other, North Carolina is better for sure. I just think that the the rebounding margin the defensive 20, efficiency and Wilbert's the tempo is going to be twenty-one fourteen
1: against the spread, so they're very good as well.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. We got another uh, ACC, all ACC matchup though. Uh, number one Duke, number four Virginia Tech, seven and a half. Uh, leaning towards Duke. Um, oh, I, mean, I don't. Tech. No, I was just saying the lines leaning towards Duke. Oh, wow, oh, okay. Yeah, no, so. I, I was gonna say I'm. I'm after the way Duke just barely survived UCF. I'm gonna take Tech all day here.
1: <laughs> I like Tech. I mean, I... Let's not forget Duke struggled with the 16 seed that they versed as well. Uh, was it was it fairly Dickinson? Yeah. No, no, it was Iona. It was I. No, that Wait, no, no, it was no, fairly Dickinson. They had a North Dakota State. They struggled. I think they were up what two at halftime. So this is two games in a row that where they've, they're. I mean, they ended up winning by a decent amount, but I don't know, man. I'm not sold on this Duke team at all. I'm not. I, Seven and a half to a team they already lost. Both teams of their best player out.
2: Um, yeah, I mean that's throwing another... the bracket
1: away. I don't. I don't. I mean I don't Robinson
2: think... is good. I wouldn't call him their best player. He's probably third. He, he's he's very important. He, maybe he's the I most agree. important. It could be argued. I wouldn't call him their best player though. But I mean, it, agreed. It's it's a it's a sticking point. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, they already have the confidence of beating them, and it seems like, I don't know, I feel like some people think Duke's just going to blow them out because they're Duke, but I don't think we're going to see.
0: No, it's a it's a conference matchup. It's to go to the Elite Eight. Virginia Tech, if they go to the Elite Eight, has a really good chance against Michigan State.
2: Virginia Tech also 2-6 and six against top 25 teams sixteen and fourteen ATS record and eight and eleven ATS record against their conference.
0: What is their actual record in their conference? It must be like conference
2: record sure, conference are. record is thirteen and seven. Oh okay.
1: yeah. They're top they're they're one of the rare teams that's not a one or two seed that has a top twenty five offense and defense efficiency wise. Which in which in Rico Bosco's um Thing qualifies as a Final Four champion contender, top twenty-five in both. They're eleventh in offense, twenty-five in defense, so they're a serious threat. Yeah, yeah, um, though they definitely are. There's a lot are. of the, the, all the outside I mean,
0: factors too. Just the fact that they I are. I picked
1: Duke same. in my bracket. I mean, I'm leaning. I think Duke will probably win, but I would not be surprised at all. Seven and a half points by a half a point eight. uh Take the eight points. I think it'll be. I've I've seen nothing from Duke to sh- to show me that they're going to win this game by eight or, ni- or nine or more.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think V Tech with the points is probably the play, and
1: it's just it's just Duke's depth. I mean, after you have R.J. and Williamson, uh, uh, who who, they, who they're going to take over the game, you know that. But you have Trey Jones, who's purely a defensive player. They're they're, they're going to dare him to shoot threes. You have guys like White and these other scrubs uh, playing. You know, their the forwards and positions. Bolden is okay. He's the only player that's like not uh, not awful, really, other than the big three. I mean, uh, upset alert possible for Duke. Yeah, and you, um, you know, sometimes. um, just to
0: finish out this round with, uh, as I would say, all the chalk, we got number two and number three Houston playing in the final game, nine fifty nine Friday night, three point favorites are Kentucky. I
1: uh, this is gonna be a good game, guys. <laughs> it all it all depends on PJ Washington's ability if he's playing or not. That's really what this comes down to. And um he got I mean, the b- removed today. He or the he got he got a, the the cast removed today. He's off that damn stupid scooter. When I saw him going scooting into to Wofford against Wofford, I was like, Are you yeah. kidding me? They're gonna lose this game. I was I was pissed, but. You know, they they gave him. He was a good amount of time on that stupid scooter and the cast. Now it's off. Seth Greenberg said something interesting. He said that he talked to some people and he does think he's gonna play. Docket just like, well, did he talk to Calipari? He's like, no, but I talked to some people. He thinks he's gonna play. So I think he's trending upward. Um, I think he's gonna play pretty much very good chance no matter what. I think he'll give it a go. You know, he's 15 and 8 from them. He's one of their best three point shooters. Really expanded that in his game this year. I'm gonna stick with Kentucky, but will he be able to play a full game if he plays? I don't think you need a, a full. I think he'll. I don't think you need four. You know, I think if he gives you 20 minutes, I think I think he should be good. Houston's a very undersized team, posi- by position by position. They just they're very gritty. Um, I agree.
2: I I think yeah. I think anything these first two games are showing us is that. Kentucky has guys that can step up. They're deeper than we thought they were in the regular season. Um, exactly. Tyler, Tyler Hero is is he's good. He's really good. Yeah, he's, he is. He's, good. he's skying he's, up. He's, drafted. Yeah, he was like a late hero. second round pick, and now he's yeah. going to be a mid first round pick. Hasn't missed yeah. a free
0: throw since Christmas.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's he incredible. hit the two. He hit the two at the end. They said that it. right yeah. as he
0: was coming up to ice the spread, and I was like. You Of course, they just said he hasn't he hasn't missed a free throw since Christmas. I'm like, now he's gonna miss both of these, and I'm gonna be shit out of luck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, but, he, <laughs> but luckily, he's, so wet. he's like 68 of 69 or something like that this yeah, year. Yeah, it's it's, it's insane. insane.
1: And another thing is, um, where you know where an injury can make a team better. It it kind of you know they're not a Final Four team without him. They need they they need him going forward after this game for sure. But their defense has been so good against Albalon Christian. I don't know how many points they. They held them to, but it was it was ugly. And then and then they held Wofford to. They held Fletcher McGee, greatest three point shooter in NCAA history, makes wise. They hold him to 0 for twelve from three. So they're learning how to defend at a high rate um, without Washington. In Washington, they need him for the for the offense clearly. You know. So I mean, if they play UNC, if both both teams win. Favorites win. They'll play UNC. They definitely need him to stand a chance against UNC. But I think he'll play. I think I think he'll give him twenty minutes or so, and would be a good will be a good game though. But you gotta like hero taking those free throws at the end with a three point spread though. Yeah, you'll you get
0: that get that spread. You definitely do. Yeah, I, you you sold me. I was thinking maybe Houston just because they've yeah, been. Yeah, pretty... I'm not
1: saying it's a bad pick. I mean, if Washington doesn't play, I would love Houston. Yeah,
0: well, that's a bit. But if Washington doesn't play, I hope they announce it right before game time so the line doesn't move a bunch. Yeah, that's true. I don't know.
2: I could see that that being a factor where it goes from a 3 to a 1
0: point spread real quick.
2: See, I hope they do because I'm taking Kentucky either way.
0: Okay, so Dave, that would work out for you, yeah? Well,
2: guys, that brings us – we're going
0: to return to defend the wall this week. We're going to bring that old old, uh, reliable ditty back. I got two for each of you this week. All right. Who wants to go first? I don't remember who went first. Like three I'll go now. first.
2: I went right. first last time, so Dave. Uh, B. B. As in boy. B. As in boy. All right, Dave. Kyler Murray
0: is gonna go number one overall to the Cardinals.
2: All right. Um, I think it's it's pretty clear. Every book in the world and every uh, person we've been talking to says that Kyler Murray's gonna go number one um it's similar to the Heisman Trophy when you get certain amount away from the draft um and the Heisman Trophy whoever's the favorite it just that's who gets it you know the the day of if there's a guy who's minus 500 to win the Heisman Trophy he's winning the Heisman Trophy 100% of the time it's it's never missed um and this it's similar with the NFL Draft um, there's been no se- the Cardinals haven't been making a secret about it. Um, they've met with him multiple times. They've been at his workouts and it, there's just no reason that you would do any of that. It, why would you waste a second on a player like that if you are not strongly considering taking him number one overall? and to when you just combine all of it that they've done uh, with the the Kingsbury interview with that the GM not, um, you know, saying Rosen is our quarterback for now, Um, it's just, it's clear that Kingsbury is enamored with Kyler Murray. And, uh, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that he's going to go number one overall. And, uh, you know, maybe you see a team trade up to the, to the number one spot to take someone else like Bosa, but I don't think the Cardinals trade out of a spot. I don't think the Cardinals do anything that does not allow them to draft Kyler Murray. I agree with you. Exactly, I think for
0: sure. I, I think it's a done deal. Um, Sully, A, C, or D? Uh, C. C. Sully, the Final Four is going to be all number one seats.
1: You know, uh, yeah, this won't be too hard. Um, I said it before. This is a year of chalk. I really hated filling out my bracket with so little upsets in regards to even the Final Four. The last seven years has at least been a seven seed or lower. Um, so usually there is at least one team, middle mid major that makes it or something. But um, Gonzaga, I think it's pretty safe. You can pencil them in. Um, they're looking really strong right now, killing everyone. Uh, Virginia, they have they have had the easiest bracket by far. Um, Tennessee is going to be the hardest team they face, and Tennessee can't has trouble closing games um, right now. Uh, North Carolina, their toughest test is going to be Kentucky or Houston. They should win that PJ Washington healthy and playing great is the only thing that can deter that. But, um, UNC still should be the favorite in that game. And they have the more, they have two top 10 picks. Um, and then I almost think the biggest question mark really is kind of Duke this weekend. If they win this game and then they have Michigan state, but they should, they should win both games. They should, they match up well against Michigan state if they do. Um, you know, sometimes you don't have four one seeds even this far into the tournament, um, and none of them really have crazy tough matchups going forward. I think, I think if Duke gets through this weekend against Virginia Tech, they'll be in the Final Four. So, I mean, a lot of people had that, and should be good for the people that did chalk, because it's very, say it's at least a seventy percent chance.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm with you, Sally. I hate to see that. It's, it's literally the worst annoying. thing ever.
1: You want to throw it's, like, I, I don't throw crazy seeds. I throw like a, like one or two twos, uh, a two, a three, or a four. <clears throat> yeah,
0: no, I do the same thing too. But I mean, this year it's just like I, there. We said it last week, or Dave said it last week. There was like eight teams that really separated themselves from everybody this year. Eight to ten teams that did that, and look at where they are right now. They're
2: yeah, really sure of the all 16. Not
0: lost. one team has like, lost. Yeah, it's it's wild. And even, like, the teams that were on, like, the uh, they were, like, the outliers on that and, like, we thought might be, but, like, had flaws, aren't here. Like, these teams really did a good job to separate themselves this year. But, uh, Dave, that leaves us with A and D. A. A. All right, good. You left Sully with the one I wanted him to get, and I wanted you to get this one. All right, Dave, John Morant will
2: be a top two pick in the draft this year. Uh, it's going to – right now is the way it breaks out is the Knicks are at one, Phoenix is at two. Um, if you go by record, I know the top three picks have the same percentage chance of getting the number one pick. But uh, after the performance he, he's put on, I think it's it's now a – fair argument um that he is in competition with rj barrett um for the number two pick uh he, he, if phoenix moves into that one or two slot if phoenix stays there i could see them taking him number one overall too um i think it comes down to big time need um yeah you might think a, a gm is gonna get fired for not taking zion but um at the end of the day if the guy's a great uh, you know, an all-star player, you can't be you can't be, you know, pissed over it you can't be, it's like, oh, you should have taken Dwayne Wade instead of Carmelo it's like, you can't be mad you drafted Carmelo um, so I think it's perfectly reasonable that John Morant he, the kid does it all he is could be a potential triple-double machine as we saw um, you put on a little muscle to him and he's a more efficient better decision-making Russell Westbrook
1: that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was yeah. gonna say better, smarter Russell Westbrook. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. And they have a lot. And with the Suns too, it's they've drafted a lot of a lot of forwards already. Like like not like Zion, but they've drafted. Bridges. They have Bridges. They, they have, Josh, have Jackson.
2: Josh, Josh. Jackson. They have Booker. Like they don't need. What are you you're gonna trade Jackson or Bridges and get on a good day 60, 70 cents on the dollar just to be able to draft Zion? I don't see it. I think those guys are 21, 22 years old. Like, you got to give him time. Jackson might only be 20 still. Um, you got to give him time to develop. I've always been really high on Jackson. I think Bridges is a really smart smart player. Um, Booker, obviously, is Booker. I just don't. It, yeah, you got to give it to, like, the, the third or fourth year. Usually, you
1: know what a player is by the fourth year, and then, yeah. Yeah,
2: and listen, if they if they fail and you're still there, you'll have a chance to take another a wing, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Sully, that leaves us with you with option D. Sully, entertain me. Humor me. Make me feel better about what we both just did in the past two days or three or four days. It is worth paying the Grom and Sale, the the type of money they both got for five years for 30-year-old pitchers. So you're saying
1: I have to say it's a bad idea.
0: No, you, no, you have to say it's a good idea. You have, oh, to, I have to say it's a, point point. it's a good idea. Good idea, because I have to feel like even as good as Degrom is, you might be feeling like I am about this. I am a little bit.
1: Um, well, to get to the deals, where they're both five years, Degrom one hundred twenty-seven and a half million, uh, Sale one hundred fifty million. Definitely feel better about Degrom. He's the healthier pitcher. Um, it, I mean, it, it's definitely great to lock up your your best best pitcher. Um, going forward and they're both still at an elite level so you got to feel good about that uh, you'll have them until they're 35 36 you figure there'll be a little drop off the last two years on the contract but I guess the fear is you can't let these guys hit the market and I wish the Mets waited a little longer till next year because um, they still had them for two more years but I mean, it's if those guys hit the market, someone's paying them big bucks, even if it's a small market. And they're and they're and they're leaving at the end of the day, and that's a huge hole. You're talking about the Red Sox. Um, you're talking about David Price and Nathan Evaldi, Rick Porcello. Those be your top three guys. But the Mets, you, their strength is their starting pitching depth. Now you put Syndergaard as a one, Wheeler as a two. It's nowhere as effective as um, Wheeler being your three, Syndergaard as a two. It's a three-headed monster. So. Um, it, the the lack of depth would really hurt both teams, and possibly it would take the Red Sox from like a World Series contender to a wild card team, and it would take the Mets completely out of the wild card hunt. Whenever, when if he ever did leave, so and the Mets needed to pay him eventually. I just think they did it too soon. Um, he had one of the most historic seasons ever. Chris Sale is uh, perennial All Star, one of the best pitchers, one of the best lefties we've seen um him and kershaw in current, contemporary times so uh, they had to pay the guys and they, they did pay them they may have over, overpaid them a little bit but at least they have the security and the fans do um that they're going to be with the team long term and you know if they get an injury or two you know they're just gonna have to roll with the punches
0: Yeah, I would have liked a little bit of a lower payday. I don't like paying two 30-plus-year-old pitchers $30 million each. Not really a a big fan of that when you have a guy that you're going to need to pay probably $30 million a year at least to stay on your team next year. Yeah, and Mookie. Yeah, and JD's got an opt-out. He's going to want to restructure if he hits another. If he is in the top of the league in home runs and RBIs again this year, he's going to be like, okay, yeah, we're going to restructure my contract now too or I'm going to walk. And it's going to be like, okay, if you have a winning formula, if they make a deep run again this year, it's like you kind of got to pony up the money if you want to keep it. But yeah, <clears throat> moving on to the NBA, another gruesome lower leg injury last night for the Portland Trailblazers. Bro, it was so bad. It oh, was so bad. Yeah. Nurkic's just going down and just – what about the ref just like kicking him? Yeah, the ref, what a prick. The ref just, like, kicks his foot in the bottom half of the broken leg, just bends. I was like, oh, my, I saw that, and I was
2: like, how can you be so dumb to just, like... Yeah, the dude's leg is a fucking slinky right now, and you're just... That was bad. Yeah,
0: that that was just as bad as
2: Hayward and... Paul
0: George that was that
1: was yeah and the guy from Louisville they're all just awful these compound leg
2: fractures
0: oh no Kevin Ware dude you can't compare that to Kevin Ware. yeah that was bone out of the bone yeah it was bone out. out
2: that was bone out. Oh, my God. Well, oh, yeah. That thank, was...
0: God they, thank, thank God they have, like, the compression pants a lot of them wear, and, like, they're all wearing, like, at least knee high. Like, their legs are just completely covered.
1: They're basically wearing pants.
0: But they uh, – yeah, no, I'm glad because I don't want to see what that shit looked like. Yeah, that was,
1: really, that was really – there, was a, there was a lot of support for Nurkic, as you would ex- expect for anyone, but um, he, he was such – he's been such an integral part of – uh, the Blazers this year—they've really had a very good team. They clinched a playoff spot last night. Um, that great so double so great.
0: overtime win.
1: Yeah, they they had a good win over over the Nets. I think they're the four seed. They're, they may drop a few spots because it's really tight. The one seed and the eight seed—crazy. Only seven and a half games separate them. Um, so you, you're going to see a lot of moving around from.
2: The maybe Thunder lost like four out. straight and went from three to eight.
1: Who? Uh, the Thunder? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then you you had the, you had the Spurs winning eight or nine in a row, and they barely even moved up. So it's, it's.
0: You have um. Yeah, I mean, just last night Nurkic in the 34 minutes he played had 32 points.
1: Right, Nurkic has had a great year offensively, like he, defensively. That's gonna kill the them. You could argue he was their second best player this year over McCollum. You really could from what yeah. what he does both sides of the ball and rebounding. I would probably say he's their second best player. Uh, McCollum scores and a decent defender but he doesn't do a ton much other than other than score and defend decently but not much of a passer or a rebounder so i, I think Nurkic is a big blow do you guys think this is the final blow for them first round exit now
2: yeah i mean like it just always just seems to happen to the blazers in some way you know it's happened with Aldridge the his last year there um i just feel bad for dame uh, he just—he's like one of the true guys yeah. who really just wants to like win it for the team that drafted him. He doesn't seem to have any interest to go anywhere. Um, he's a real ride or die dude. He's one of my favorite point guards in the league. In the um, words of
1: Stephen A., he's a rough rider.
2: Yeah, I mean, i, I think he's a top five point guard in the league. Um, I'm putting him over Russell Westbrook, the John Walls. Like, I, I've always loved Lillard's game, um, and I've always loved his personality and his tie to that city. Um, so it's, I, I hate it for him um, I don't know uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do next year hopefully they can make some moves um, you know if they, they get another one guy uh, you know a solid role player or like you know a pseudo star um, they could really make some noise next year in the, in the west
1: well I think I think they they had assembled a much better team this year another year of Zach Collins who now, put, now gets put into a starting role um they're going to see more of Myers Leonard, which isn't great, but he shot the ball well. They added Rodney Hood, um, and who who is mm-hmm. the other guy they added that, that that's been good for them? I'm trying, I'm trying to think. They got Cantor. Canter. They got Cantor. Canter is going to be pushed into a much yeah. more important role for them too. So very well, Cantor's important. A free agent. Can't... No, I'm saying I'm saying this year. I'm saying for. Oh. I'm saying right now. So they they still like they had a very deep team this year. They really added their their depth between Cantor and Hood. I mean. You know, so the, I thought they really could make some noise this year. I mean, maybe. I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess, but their
2: ceiling is probably making the Western Conference Finals, depending on no, it the it, it, it
1: is making the Western Conference Finals. It's 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 tough, but it's something to further than that. With between the three of the Nuggets, Houston, and Golden State, I mean, those are the clear top three. I think we can all agree there. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the Western Conference playoff feels decided. It's just a matter of seeding. There's no way that the, the Oh yeah. I mean the like the Kings are out of the it Kings at this are six point. And a half out. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're out of it. How so, the Lakers I mean, doing? Yeah, I was about to say the uh Lakers LeBron for the first time since 2005 will not be in the NBA's playoffs.
2: Lakers got Dang, worse with LeBron. Worse record. God. Yes. I they mean they literally have a worse record than they did last year. I do yeah. have
0: point out as much as I hate LeBron that he was out for 18 games and oh, that they who, really fucking who they, they had were they his
2: therapist did say he should have missed six months so yeah okay miss me with that yeah, bullshit just,
0: it, it's clear though that the effort for LeBron just is not was not there this year like he just he just he didn't awful. give a single fuck he it was it was embarrassing I can't believe that he it went was very there.
1: embarrassing but it, I mean this is his bad year I mean he's had a great what 15 year career. He can have a bad year. He can have a bad year. I want to see how he responds next year. Um I'm very interested to see next year healthy, no excuses. I don't care who's on the roster. I want to see how he does. And that doesn't mean making the playoffs. That means well, making it to the Western Conference Finals minimum.
0: His interests are elsewhere. Like No, his interests are elsewhere for sure, but like I just think this is like this could be it like he finally like moved out to LA where he really wanted to live this whole time he just has all these other things going on out there I think he's probably like all right I signed a really like rich contract this could m- maybe be my final like big contract let me just ride it out and oh, then it I'll for sure sign, is I mean I'm not a giving one I'm not oh giving no up I mean like he's not gonna get no but he could go he forever he'll be a guy that could go somewhere and get 20 million for a year
2: I am like, not giving LeBron James at thirty eight years, thirty seven years old, twenty million. No, but someone will. Yeah, someone who won't be winning any championships. Yeah, oh no, yeah, no. He's not gonna be on a contender getting that. No way, but someone's well, gonna do it. He'll go his last, his last year'll be he'll sign with He'll go back to Cleveland. He'll, he'll go back to Cleveland. No, he'll sign he'll sign a one year deal with whoever signs whoever drafts Bronny. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: But I I'm saying if he if he doesn't he needs to at least make the finals or do something of significance because he'll be the biggest star not to win a championship in a Laker uniform other than Elgin Baylor. And that's not something that he I don't think he wants to be a part of. I think he has other interests, but I still think he cares about – he obviously cares about his legacy. He he knows that. Um, he knows this will really hurt him. This one year isn't – this, people are I, I don't, don't want to say they're overreacting but this one year out of a 15 year career isn't going to ruin his legacy but over the 4 years if he doesn't do anything significant it will de- definitely be a dent in it in his in his armor which we thought he had but he doesn't because of his groin yeah and um you know it's just the way it goes when
0: you're a baby yeah, back I bitch mean, this is uh, I'm
2: not in any way suggesting this or anything his legacy uh, but it, it is a blemish. Um, it's something you would rather not be there. But you know it, it happened, and they can move on, and he can certainly make up for it. It'll be if he wins a title, it'll all be forgotten. My beef is just with the people that are sitting back saying none of this is LeBron's fault, or none of this like he missed 18 games. You can't blame him. Like no, I I absolutely fucking can. He uh, yeah, he, he average he averaged 27 a game. I, you can't blame him. No,
1: no, you I clearly mean, haven't fucking watched that. him
2: play. He's... You definitely need to. You need to place blame at him. Magic, Rob Palenka. Um, I agree. Magic Johnson, the most overrated general manager in in sports.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean Lonzo Ball too. I mean his injury. His injury really hurt them.
2: Yeah. Doesn't
1: I mean, this, he was, the, he was dude, the Lakers. The, the Lakers
2: are literally better with Lonzo and not LeBron than they are with LeBron and not Lonzo since the All Star break.
1: A, he- a healthy Lonzo and
2: not healthy LeBron though. I don't believe that if LeBron was fully healthy I wouldn't believe that. I uh, I mean, granted that's that's probably true. I also don't believe that LeBron is incredibly unhealthy. Look, if you want if you want to come back and say you're coming back for injury, I, I'm a little I'm not 100% yet, but I'm coming back to help my team, great. Tell me when you do it because I don't want to hear this bullshit fucking the day after you get eliminated from the playoffs that, oh, I was was hurt. I really, you know, I came back way earlier than I should. So that's that's what happened. Like, no, it's always a fucking excuse with this guy. It's always a reason it wasn't his fault. He can never just fucking sit back and fucking take the shots coming to him. That's my problem. Don't sit back and tell me that none of this is on LeBron because it is. He's the leader of that team. He was the worst leader by far in his career this year. He yeah, had no interest. He, was, he didn't do he anything was, to help out that team from from a locker room standpoint. In fact, he was the reason it was divided in the second half of the year because it was clear he had all of those boys shipped off to New Orleans. Yeah. And then, and that yeah. and
1: that's tied with the with with Magic being handling this so poorly. Yeah. It's really him and him and Magic are the main two and then Polinka and then I mean Rondo. Palenka's is really- the
2: cap guy. Polinka's the guy working behind the scenes, figuring out how it's all gonna fit together and doing. The, he's a former agent. That's what he does. You know, that's his. That's his realm. He has the contacts and he has the he has the cap mind and that stuff. Magic. You think Magic Johnson's breaking down fucking cap? He's like, ah, I like that guy. He's good. Let me get that guy. <laughs> and Rob Polinka's yeah, like, you can't, can't do that, Magic. You're not allowed to. It's to get the rules. <laughs>
0: Oh uh, well another guy who uh like to live by his own rules left the game of football rob gronkowski my uh my main man for the past uh nine seasons decided to call it a career
2: bro why why do i feel like everyone is surprised by this this news broke not, i was like oh, I, was, I was like yeah, yeah okay, okay. everyone's man. like oh my god out of nowhere rob gronkowski retired like what do you mean out of I'm nowhere like, have,
1: you, have you seen yeah. him Play football? Yeah. Like, what I are you except, talking about? I knew after
0: the
2: Super Bowl, I was never going to see him on the field again. But I knew after the Super Bowl last it. year. Yeah. <laughs> when he said he was coming back, I was like, okay, get ready. This is the last 16 games yeah. he's ever yeah, going to play. More
1: surprised he came back last year than that he didn't retire. That he retired this year.
2: Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, you guys know I'm saying it. I mean, from day one this, time is, this year, he
1: was big time in the playoffs, making that catch in the Super Bowl, um, that catch against the Chiefs. When they ran the same play thirty three I mean, he was big time, but if you saw him in the regular season, he can't run. He I mean he's he's an incredible blocker somehow. He can that's where the Patriots will lose him is his catch radius and blocking. I d I don't their run their running attack just got a lot worse because he was the best blocking tight end in the league. As injured as he was, he would he was the lineman. He was yeah. like a six Oh, lineman. Yeah.
0: That that's that's gonna be a big loss this year. That's for sure. gonna be
1: a it's gonna be a big loss, and I don't know if they're gonna be able to replace him. I know the Patriots find ways of it, but it's hard to insert someone that's that big, that size and strength.
0: We need to find against. another – we need to find another uh, – or clone
1: James Devlin. Or <laughs> throw, throw cl- James yeah. Devlin out, out as a tight end and start blocking. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, how much worse do you think this makes you, Tom?
0: Uh It definitely – I mean <laughs> – you saw they lost some bad games this year. I think there'll be more of that next year. I think it'll be just as much, if not more, of a struggle to make the playoffs this year as it was. I mean, I think the division's going to be a little bit tighter this year. I mean, dude, think about it. You guys, if you guys can put something together and you win four games or five games in the division, like you pull one off against us, and then you guys are g- going to be better than Miami this year. you yeah, we're, be-
1: we're, we're, we're the second. We're probably gonna- and, go and one the Bills to get better the though. The yeah, Bills, probably, got, the Bills like, added Cole Beasley, who's a nice little receiver, and then they added Josh uh, John Brown from the Ravens. So they, they got some weapons now to work with. And they still for, got that uh, solid defense, defense from
2: last year. The Bills defense was great last year. Yeah. So yeah. those That's last, gonna I mean, be
1: they could be a sixteen they could be anywhere from like a six to nine win team, the Bills. But they're gonna be better. And then I, I think the Jets are the second best team with the Bills not too far behind, and Miami's gonna be awful.
0: Yeah. They're no, sick of you guys guys could like, They're like you, Let's you guys make a make a playoff appearance this year. You guys could possibly win that division.
1: But it's it's possible. I mean I, I'm not so we'll make the, I think we'll be in the playoff hunt. I think right now we're like an eight to nine win team. But yeah, we have, that's we have the third yeah. pick. We have the third pick. Our defense got a lot better. Patriots um, have a lot of obviously draft. Obviously, Bell's
2: receiver. So yeah. Patriots have twelve what? draft picks.
0: Yeah, that is true. No, yeah. I mean I don't like us. And season. they have four
2: seventh rounders, so that's four Hall of Famers right there.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna I mean, draft I, my I, man Andy
2: from UMass.
1: Even even if we may if we if we made we came within one or two games of division, that would be significant growth and progress and Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if you guys oh. you guys might probably win like what do you think eleven games?
0: Yeah, yeah. 11, 12. No more than twelve. No more than
1: like eleven yeah yeah so
0: but yeah no that was so that was the big news this week and then today overnight fucking conor mcgregor man just calls it quits as well i think it's bullshit though i wrote about it It'll be did up you on hear the about this um this sexual yeah that's old. that's been that's been a rumor for like months and nothing's come of it like he would have had charges filed against him.
1: He's just there's just always something around him right now. Yeah, he's got, I mean, he's, he's he, got he's got the phone. He had the thing before. I think he's losing his mind, to be honest. I mean, I think I love him, but I think he's, he's losing his mind. I think he's just making too he, much money. I think he's like I think he's got whiz, the money. I know doing
0: he's good. Really well, and he made the hundred million from the Floyd fight. He's he's probably like looking at his bank account right now, and he's like, oh shit, did I just pass three hundred million in my bank? Damn. <laughs> he's going to be like, I'm worth how much? And I'm going to go fucking fight in a cage. For but two million? I think, like, yeah, I, I think I think he'll be back. I think him and Nate Diaz were going back and forth the past few weeks. Oh, he will
1: be back at some point in the UFC. He's,
0: he's, okay. I, I, I think he was, mad. he was mad that they were going to schedule him as a co-main event to possibly Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar. In the summer. They were going to try. They're trying to get Brock Lesnar to fight Daniel Cormier in July. They were going to uh, put him Donald as. the co- not do second. Yeah. Court. He wasn't going to. Yeah. He didn't want to be the co-main event. So he backed out of that fight. And then they. But he was on Fallon yesterday. So. And said he was working on a fight. Getting on a fight this summer. Like July or August. And then from 4 o'clock yesterday to 1 a.m. this morning. Something changed. And he decided to retire. So who knows. We I don't need to get
2: his real. name out for proper twelve.
1: Yeah, I think it's a marketing ploy for something. Does anyone yeah. think Rob Gronkowski has who has a better chance of coming back, Gronk or McGregor? McGregor, McGregor. I agree, because but McGregor I think, is going to come back. McGregor. There's no I, way he's
0: going to end his career on a loss. Either. But I that's think there's thing.
1: still a chance Gronk comes back, not this year or the following year. I, do I too, see, but I, I think
2: like that I don't was, think it's
1: great. I'd say 25 percent.
2: To me, that's just like one of the things that like some. Patriots beat writer floated and it just every yeah, Pats fan it, ran it, with it. But it it, just I mean, kinda, if this is
1: a passion for, I mean, look at Jason Witten though. Jason Witten is six, seven years older and he did it.
2: Jason yeah, Witten. Is, yeah, so, okay. Yeah, but Jason Witten is I Jason think. Witten. Jason Witten is a brown fucking paper bag outside of football. He's got no other options in life. Yeah, that's, no, true. That, Gronk that's Gronk has true. a very exciting life. Bronk is going to go like, yeah, well, I'd really not like to run and, and hear Belichick when I could be at a Vegas pool party getting paid saying, the same maybe. amount. I do
1: not think Gronk will be in a uniform at all this year. I would bet the house on it. Not this year at all. I think it's possible next year, if he's like, Wow, I feel amazing, I'm in amazing shape. Possible. I don't I wouldn't bet on it, but he's I, he he'll
0: definitely never play for anyone but the Patriots again though. I just I think, think his shit I don't is think like he'd come back
2: for anybody but us. His injuries are like, Yeah, I can't walk when I'm fifty. Like, yeah,
0: his backs. he's yeah, had so many back, back surgeries already. Back he's got surgeries, elbows, got shoulder,
2: knee, like it's just. He broke his forearm. He's like, sit it down, man. You had a you had a great career. You talked your first bout Hall of Famer. You talked about in the greatest tight end conversation of all time. You won multiple championships. You lived it up as much as you can. And you're only, you're 29 years old. You're going to go have an incredible next like 15 years of your life doing whatever the fuck you want. And you'll be rich yeah. as fuck, and he's smart as hell. He did the Marshawn Lynch move. He lived off of his endorsement money. He's got yep. every cent he made from the Patriots in the bank. And then he's, he's still going to gonna have more. those endorsements. He's going to be in Hollywood. He's going to be in. Oh yeah, exactly. He's still yes, going to have all
0: the endorsements. So he'll be a he'll be, uh, like a like a central figure in the New England sports scene forever. Yeah, like he will be. He's gonna be like a Bobby Orr. He's gonna be coming out of games when he's like seventy, I just waving a would, Patriots flag. Or it would something. be like, it
2: would be beyond stupid for him to ever play football again.
0: Yeah, I think he's done everything he can do. He's three time Super Bowl champion, probably the most at least the most dominant tight end of
1: his generation. Most dominant tight end. I still think Gonzo's the best tight end ever. Yeah, I mean, just because yeah. he had the longevity too. Yeah, I'm a big longevity guy, so. I know he's more compacted and he did kind of more in in a way, like, per game basis, but Gonzo's consistency and the lack of quarterback play comparatively to me... um,
2: definitely. Gonzo was on
1: all those terrible chief teams. Terrible teams. Like, who was his best quarterback? Matt Ryan at Trent Green? Yeah. I think the Falcons was
2: the first year he went to the playoffs. or, Or, like, that far in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, you know... The show must go on, just like this show must go on, but this show has to end. It's been a long one, guys. We're going to put out probably some picks, definitely on Bleacher Bookie, possibly an article. Who knows? Look out for it. We've got uh, another big weekend of basketball. We'll have a lot to talk about next week. But until then, follow us on Bleacher Fan on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow Bleacher Bookie on Twitter. Follow the podcast and the, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Just go for it. Need to get on that account, but follow it. We'll see you guys next week.